Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you already are or will be enjoying this wonderful holiday with those that you love. And I greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. We are supremely grateful for your time and we understand um, how much it, it, it really means to us. Please know how much it really means to us uh, that you do listen. This podcast is growing. And again, we are extremely grateful. And Thanksgiving is the quintessential American holiday. For sure, it is a traditional American holiday. It's a holiday where all Americans are grateful for all of Providence's blessings. And for me, growing up in Columbus, Ohio, the memories of Thanksgiving holidays are always surrounded by the lead up to the Ohio State Michigan football rivalry game that always occurs the following Saturday after the, th- uh, the Thanksgiving Thursday. And for sure, mom's pumpkin pie and family gatherings always harken back those memories. And speaking of traditions that shouldn't be lost, the Wall Street Journal newspaper has printed the same annual editorials on the Thanksgiving edition since 1961. These are two canons of American journalism. One editorial is titled The Desolate Wilderness, which reminds the country where we have come from and the risks taken to secure this land of hope. And please allow me just a, just a brief portion to read from it. Quote, Here beginneth the chronicle of the memorable circumstance of the year 1620, as recorded by Nathaniel Morton, the keeper of the records of Plymouth Colony, based on the account of William Bradford, sometime governor thereof. Later on, it says, When they came to Deftshaven, they found the ship and all things ready, and such of their friends as could not come with them followed after them, and sundry came from Amsterdam to see them shipped, and to take their leaves of them. One night was spent with a little sleep with the most, but, but with little sleep with the most, but with friendly entertainment and Christian discourse, and other real expressions of true Christian love. And finally, it says. Besides, what could they see but a hideous and desolate wilderness, full of the wild beast and wild men, and what multitudes of them there were? They then knew not, for whatsoever they turned their eyes, save upward to heaven, they could have but little solace and content in respect of any outward object, for summer being ended, all things stand in appearance with a weather-beaten face and the whole country full of woods and thickets represented a wild and savage hue. If they looked behind them, they saw there was a mighty ocean which they had passed and was now as a main bar and gulf 
to separate them from all the civil parts of the world. And again, that's the one of the annual editorials from 1961 at the Wall Street Journal publishes every year. And just think about that. The first pilgrims came over, and indeed all the civil parts of the world were left. They had nowhere else to go. They landed on a new continent. And we know this was the Dutch experience, and perhaps it was the Northern European experience as well. Certainly we know is the English experience. But you can insert almost any nationality or ethnicity into that experience. In later times, the Italians, the Germans, the Jews, the Catholics would come. And in the 20th century, the Asian, the Hindu, the speaking, the Spanish-speaking peoples, and the Muslims would come. Legal immigration is at the core of the American experience. I have loved reading that editorial each year, and I thought you would like it too. And one of our country's greatest virtues is what Cicero called not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all other virtues, that of gratitude. And Americans intuitively know in their heart of hearts that we are the inheritors of this great land and this free republic. And we are incredibly grateful for this land of eternal hope. And now this first editorial is always accompanied with a second editorial on the same day, Thanksgiving. The second editorial is titled, And the Fair Land, written by Vermont Royster, then the editor of the journal in 1961. And like I said, both of these editorials are canons in American journalism. And I'll put both links uh, in the show notes, and I encourage you to read the full editorials yourself. Now, allow me to read just a quick portion of this second editorial because it really frames Thanksgiving wonderfully. And again, this is a reading from And the Fair Land. Anyone whose labors take him into the far reaches of the country, as ours lately have done, is bound to mark how the years have made the land grow fruitful. This is indeed a big country, a rich country, in a way no way array of in in a way no array of figures can measure, so in a way past belief of those who have not seen it. Even those who journey through its northeastern complex into the southern lands, across the central plains and to its western slopes, can only glimpse a measure of the bounty of America. And a traveler cannot be but struck on his journey by the thought of this, that this country one day can be even greater. America, though many know it not, is one of the greatest underdeveloped countries of the world. What it reaches for exceeds by far what it has grasped. And later on it says, and this is an important paragraph, how can they turn from melancholy when at home they see young arrayed against old, black against white, neighbor against neighbor, so that they stand in peril of social discord, or not despair when they see that the cities in the countryside are in need of repair, yet find themselves threatened by scarcities of the resources that sustain their way of life. 
or when in the face of these challenges they turn for leadership to men in high places, only to find those men as frail as any others. And the editorial ends in this. But we all can remind ourselves that the richness of this country was not born in the resources of the earth, though they be plentiful, but in the men that took its measure. For that reminder is everywhere in the cities, towns, farms, roads, factories, homes, hospitals, schools that spread everywhere over that wilderness. We can remind ourselves that for all of our social discord, we yet remain the longest enduring society of free men and women governing themselves without benefit of kings or dictators. Being so, we are the marvel and the mystery of the world. For that enduring liberty is no less a blessing than the abundance of the earth. And we might remind ourselves also that if those men and women setting out from Death's Haven had been daunted by the troubles they saw around them, then we could not this autumn be thankful for a fair land. Isn't that such a well-written piece? I encourage you again to read the full editorials, both of them, that I will put in the show notes. And indeed, this autumn, today, we do remind ourselves for this fair land. And we are extremely grateful for our enduring liberty and for being that longest enduring society of free men and women on the face of the earth. And that's the point, isn't it? Is the opportunity America provides everyone, all those legal immigrants, for all those that have sacrificed for this country, for others and their family to have that opportunity. So in today's Mojo Minute, let me say the greatness of our country is in its gratitude for the country, despite the troubled times we all have been through. Let us all Americans live up to Cicero's ideal virtue. And in fact, another great virtue of our country is that we genuinely have the universal love of neighbor. We want to help our fellow citizens, no matter their race, their color, their creed. And hopefully we will never, ever forget this virtue. In fact, Martin Luther King gave up his life ensuring that we live up to our founding documents and his immortal words, judge not the color of our skin, but the content of our character should be learned by every American and etched in their hearts. So on behalf of the Mojo Academy, we wish you a heartfelt and happy Thanksgiving. And so in our celebration, this Thanksgiving of 2021, We ask that you be grateful for your family and your loved ones, and most especially for this country, where freedom still shines through troubling skies as a city on the hill. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, from our Mojo family to yours. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. 
Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.